Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us for your SmackDown review for October 27th. Holy cow, we are in full Jeez. spooky season. Headed around the corner to Halloween and Survivor Series and full year and all of these wonderful things but guys we're here talking some smackdown we appreciate you joining us tonight this is my third stream of the day we're gonna make it it's gonna be so much fun let's do this we're gonna talk about bianca belair's return promo we're gonna talk some la night yeah but before we dive into any of that we're gonna ask you to please leave a thumbs up on this video to help people find us in the algorithms We're also going to ask you to subscribe to Fightful Select where there is contract news. Where there is, I'm sure CM Punk will breathe again at some point and there'll be a report (laughs) and an update on that. Where there is so much happening, uh, keep keep eyes and ears out for uh, Warner Deal news always, always too. So much happening in this final stretch of 2023. Um, really fun interview that went up with Tamatanga too. I don't know if that's, yeah. I can't remember if that's on select proper or, uh, the Fightful public, but, uh, check it out. It's so much fun hearing Tamatanga just feel like he got got by Sean on the contract. It was very, very fun. Lots of great stuff happening in the Fightful world today. Um, and we'll also say hi to Alex Cardoza. Alex, how are you today? I'm I'm excited. I'm so happy to be here. It's, I look forward to Fridays. It's just talking SmackDown. It's such a good show to, you know, digest the week on. You know, just kind of just let it all go. That was a bad analogy, right? Because when you digest, you let it all go. I didn't mean it in a bad way, everyone. I'm so sorry. What I meant to say was, we're here. It's Friday, baby. We are here. We're taking it all in. I know anybody who's watching Rampage has a great great episode to watch and i know yeah, that was that i was there i got to go to dynamite this week in philadelphia um it was so much fun i got to see our sweet will washington uh the day before his birthday too so got to say hi to him but definitely Dope. was an eventful episode with uh rick flair showing up on AEW. <gasps> i got some He's there now 
feelings about that, which you can check out my personal channel, but always fun to go to a live AEW event um, and a Philly crowd on top of that. Like usually a pro heel crowd, very intense. So just like a party atmosphere. Very, very, very fun. Swerve is breaking into people's houses. There was I so much that. happening on uh, AEW Dynamite this week. But for the Rampage watchers, you got a good episode ahead of you. Takeshita and Kyle Fletcher was incredible. So tune into that if you want. But we are here to talk SmackDown. We had some women's tag action finally. We had the return of Cedric Alexander in action, which was so great and nice to see. Um, but there is one noticeable absent, and Orion Ben noting it off the top here is just where are our spooky Scottish witches saying oh, oh, and love Chelsea and Shotzi and Lee and Cedric Humped. However, show was a total setup for Saudi and uh at least we got spooky witches on YouTube. We need to be in a full feud with the spooky Scottish witches. They're running around tagging tagging cursing these tag bells which are already cursed. They won't uncurse them. They should be in the ring fighting about this, darn it. I don't get it. I, I just there's certain hit and misses that happen here. It's the end of the of the spooky season. You can't you can't bring them in for the taping for next Friday because we're in full on um Thanksgiving street fight mode. Exactly. Um so uh, and I don't know. Halloween's not one of those hangover kind of no. holidays too you really no. get one day christmas you're like i can hype that up for three weeks the holiday season you got that running from like end of november to end of december you can play around with that halloween if you're like me all year round baby through. let's go that's right that's <laughs> no yeah i'm i am personally one of those november first people so um orion ben saying that santana and ortiz just happened yeah you got a good little rampage cooking but we're gonna talk about the good the bad the great the medium of SmackDown tonight. And we started off super hot with this Roman Reigns and LA Knight contract signing. Yeah, we did. I loved a lot of what happened here because I feel like Roman Reigns and LA Knight have really great chemistry in these. It feels genuinely like LA Knight got under Roman Reigns' skin in this. And I really appreciated that about this. So I'll run it down. I'm going to get Alex's fault thoughts after you send in your humper chats and super chats and we're gonna talk all about it that's what we do here on friday night so la night gets a mic after our entrances and he asks roman reign if he's gonna take all night or not to get down to the <laughs> ring because it's time for him to sign and lose this title baby we got nick aldis trying to settle things down a little bit he's toying with the crowd while roman is sitting at the table here I got to say, it's only been a couple of weeks. I think Nick Aldis is great in this role, and it's just so nice to have an authority figure around. And he did some great work in the segment that I'm going to talk about in a second here. But LA Knight signs it, passes the contract to Roman. Heyman tosses the pen away, which I love. And he goes for his own pen because he uses his special tribal <laughs> chief pen to sign his contracts. I love little nuances like that. I think it's so much fun. But Roman... Uh, with a hello dummy yeah saying you must be stupid just to sign like that doesn't even really read any of the clauses here right la knight young wily guy just signing right here and he asks la knight if he's ever had a real contract signing or had a title match in wwe outside of nxt uh and asks la knight um or it kind of implies that he has no clue of what's going on here. But Roman says, don't worry, I'm going to take it easy on you this mm -hmm. first time around. 
Uh, the pen isn't working, so Heyman finds one that does. And Roman uh, finally signs it as the crowd is chanting, Roman is scared. I love how much they are eating this up. I've eaten it up, too. Like, I, I think this has been a really good program so far. Aldis gets the contract, and then he's like, peace. I'm not responsible for what happens here on out. <laughs> he has concluded his responsibilities for the evening, which is them both luck. I love him being like, contract is signed. I'm out of here. Good, good stuff from Nick Aldis. L.A. Knight says he's currently the head of the table and he wants Roman to acknowledge him. He does such good work. He says Roman is right about his lack of experience in this, but thinks it's sweet of him to go gentle on him. He wants uh, he wants that because it means Roman is already beat. I love that, saying like, you are saying that you are soft here because you know I'm going to beat you um, and you want an excuse, essentially, which I think is so great. Um, he says this is the first time, but the only year that it's not his head of the table, which I love, um, and that he has climbed so fast that Roman isn't even going to know what hit him after Crown Jewel. He will be befuddled as LA Knight leaves with the title. Uh, this might be Knight's first time, but he only needs one time was like a key line for me in this because we've seen the Brock stuff drag out the stuff with Kevin Owens. I loved, but they faced each other like four times, all the Sammy stuff, LA Knight saying like, I'm a one and done guy. I don't need this really, really, really good stuff. He talks about Roman's journey to the top and how long that took. He references the suffering suck attached stuff says it only took me a year to get here already. Really, really, really strong stuff from LA Knight in this, um, and there's nothing Roman can do about Knight's ascension. And that's not an insult. It's just a fact of life. Says he cannot stop the gravy train. And he can't stop being the man that they call the megastar with everyone saying L.A. Knight. So much to like about this. But my favorite part is, I think he called him a virgin title holder at one point. But um, my favorite part with this, with L.A. Knight, is... He is great at the calling people crotch goblins and the jabs and kind of that old school attitude era stuff. The past couple of weeks, we've seen this really pivot toward him going after Roman, going after the jugular, making it about the title. Like it just feels a little bit more productive as far as building the actual match rather than just kind of like tearing the guy down. I've loved that about this. It feels very much like I am beating you for the title. I am here for the title. And I'm going to be the guy to dethrone you rather than just kind of taking, I don't want to say cheap shots because they're not all cheap shots, but he was out here calling people crotch goblins, right? Like this has felt so much more substantive over the past couple of weeks while the crowd is still eating it up. And then onto the Roman Reigns portion of this, which I really like as well. I felt like they had great chemistry tonight. He interrupts by throwing the table on tonight, which is, um, one of the more authentic table throws in a contract signing that you see, because these can feel so paint by numbers. It really felt like LA Knight got under Roman Reigns skin and both of them did a great job telling that piece of it. He sets the table up and Knight is able to fight back here with some punches and some stomps. Uso shows up to save Roman and Roman heads out. Well, <laughs> Heyman is telling Jimmy to get Knight a really smooth transition here of, what we knew was coming, right? Jimmy's going to come out here and do Roman's dirty work for him. 
LA Knight avoiding the super kick and back suplexing Jimmy through that table, standing tall at the end of this segment. I felt like this catered to everybody's strengths so perfectly. I really, really liked this opener. LA Knight, I don't think has a shot in hell of winning, but he's doing a good enough job of planting a seed and he's so over. Oh, that it makes you just, it gives you enough of that belief that he's going to do it, which is kind of all I ask going into a title match because it feels like we know what's going to happen. So just give me a little bit here. And also, let's let LA Knight shine. Everyone's been behind him for so long. We finally, finally, finally are getting a sustained push in an important program. Two thumbs up from me for all of this. What did you think of our opening segment here? They made they made LA Knight look strong, which was it, you needed it. You needed it because there's no chance in hell that LA Knight is beating Roman at the crown jewel. Um, so what better way than to continue the push of of the megastar LA Knight without burying him or putting him in a situation where he seems um, weak, yes. right? is you for the next two weeks this week and, and next week whatever they're taping tonight you make him feel bigger and better and you want to put him over roman you want roman to look like why am i running from this guy i'm 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 the man i'm the tribal chief but he still looks you know to to be like rattled by la night which he did they did a great job of doing that tonight um I, yeah, don't they play, know, I thought they played off of each other really very, well. Very, very well, yeah. yeah. Um, it reminded me... Here we go. I, I'm an old man. This segment today, earlier on as it started, reminded me very, very, very much so of an Attitude Era uh, rock, stone cold type of sit-down. Um, we saw these types of sit-downs back in the Attitude Era where the rock would, you know, go... You know, when he was in his heel days, we kind of just be all slick and stuff, you know, on the mic, not too much of the tongue lashing. But Stone Cold's music would hit, he would run right past by him. Like, that's what we saw. And this looked and felt like it, which was really cool. So, um, unfortunately, like, you know, I wish this led to something bigger. Maybe down the line in a couple of years, maybe you'll see something different. But they made LA Knight look big and strong, which is uh, the point came across. Agreed. And I also was really impressed by Roman in this segment because I feel like Roman and LA Knight operate in very different worlds from character perspectives. LA Knight is that the megastar, the throwback to the Attitude Era feel, kind of like almost what you think of when you think of like a WWE or WWF wrestler where Roman has had such, um, he's he's such an assassin and so cold-blooded and cerebral and always playing chess, right? So for him to be able to match LA Knight on a story perspective, I, I just thought he did a great job. I was pleasantly surprised by how good the chemistry was because they're so different in this. Um, but good stuff and great stuff. When we get support from people like Kylie, thank you so much, saying hello, you amazing peeps. I hope y'all are well, and I hope y'all have a fantastic weekend. Also, Max versus Kenny tomorrow. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. I am with you, Kylie. I'm so excited. There's some really good stuff on Collision tomorrow. Some good stuff I won't spoil for you yet in the stream, but if we make it to 11 o'clock, I can talk about it. Um, That is also coming up that got set up on Rampage. Fighting Spirit Unleashed for New Japan is tomorrow as well. So we've got some great Mm. wrestling this weekend too. Love to see it. 
um really really good. and by the way you mentioned that roman roman like looks like that assassin is that what you just said yeah um, about roman that remind again rocky had that that part of him when he was a heel when he was in you know the corporate ministry or whatever it was or corporation he was with mcmahon he was very rock, cerebral baby. about what the way he did things and you know he was cool and he only defended it when he wanted it to totally you know they're two different things but the similarities are there which is great it made me feel like i was watching something that i truly enjoyed even if it was a bookend type of opening if you know what i mean i do know what you mean but i also thought it was really productive like my complaint with those bookends are one i feel like it can stifle other stories from getting over in important slots and two a lot of times they just feel really long and dragged out. I actually felt like everything that we got tonight was pretty productive Agreed. and and built up really, really well. Very refreshing to see these changes. Very, very refreshing to see these changes. And we move on to our tag team match between Carlito and Santos Escobar versus the Street Profits with Bobby Lashley in the corner. We get Dawkins with the blind tag, catching Escobar with the revelation to win. One spot that I really liked in this kind of right beforehand was Escobar kind of throwing Dawkins away, tagging in. Um, and we see the interference from Logan Paul jump in oh God. with Ray, distracting Carlito and Escobar. One thing that I love about this is like, it's so obvious that this is going to happen, right? But I adore Santos Escobar's in-ring telling is always so good. Mm -hmm. Like he just makes everything a little more believable. He's such a smooth operator in there, but he's so good in the ring. Sometimes you forget how good he is at just like the character aspect of it. And he's excellent at all of it. Super. Like you knew that moment was coming, but Escobar just gives you that little bit of extra to make you feel like he was genuinely surprised. I love it. I also love, um, you know, I, I, my, my one carryover complaint kind of in this triple H era is we are getting a lot of interference still. But it's at least interference that has made sense. I would have loved to see like this match run back with a clean result because I, sure. I I loved everybody in it. Angelo Dawkins, I think, is unbelievable with how much he's improved. Montez Ford with this reinvigorated heel stuff, and Bobby yeah. Lashley always being there to save the day. Like these are interesting dynamics within a stable where they've had some tension before, but it's like that tension where I still love you at the end of the day kind of tension. Yeah. Good stuff here. I really, really don't want Logan Paul to win. And it's not even just because of my anti Logan Paul sentiments. I'm so, I just love Santos Escobar so much that I want him to be the one to beat Rey Mysterio. Um, but as far as what we got tonight, and keeping in mind this is a double taping, a little bit more standard of a match for what you would expect. Mm -hmm. But that being said, all four of these guys are great. So no complaints. Carlito is still moving pretty all right considering his age and how his kind of sneaky size he's one of those guys that's a little bit sneakier with how big he is not bad stuff there i'll i'll take it what did you think of what we got from our tag match tonight not bad not bad uh i wasn't expecting like you just said i wasn't expecting anything over the top i've every time i look at santos in the ring god he's giving you that little eye kind of looks like I'm a little annoyed at something, but hey, it's almost familia. I'm gonna give you a hug and we're gonna we're gonna do this together. But God, I it just feels like he was about to like backstab Carlitos there in 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 one of like the little like 
moments when they were there together because he's so manipulative in his moves slow methodical oh no i'm gonna go fast and and beat you up but like look at carlitos a certain way and i'm like do it now do it now do it now do something to him smack him but um other than that like you just mentioned i think you mentioned it all correctly uh you know they continue to build the street profits up um i'm liking what what they're doing with them bobby lashley is incredible in this new role um i hope that if this is where he's most comfortable in and his body is going to recover and, you know, he comes in once in a while to feel special. I'm with it. Um, I think that the street profits are about to gain. Am I allowed to curse right now? A yes. shit ton of momentum. <laughs> yeah. We're out of with, the monetization window. Thank you for asking. With, <laughs> with, uh, yeah, of course with, with Bobby in their corner, um, the LWO, this situation with Logan Paul, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If if he wins, I I might I I don't know. What, I'm gonna have to. There's just no. I don't. I. It's not. Listen. I, he's a very very unique person. He picked up the the sport. He's very physical. I'm not taking anything away from him there. Personally, though, I cannot separate the person who he is from the wrestler in the ring. We've there's certain other wrestlers that showed up in other networks that are sometimes it's very hard to separate the things that they've done and said, right. And from, from the wrestler. And that's where I'm at right now with him, you know, with Logan. So sure. I don't know, man, I'm a little conflicted there. I would never I leave me behind K. Like... I'm going to be here, but you know, I'm going to be pouty face. No, that's okay. Like... You'll just be my second Alex that threatens to quit every week. <laughs> I got Pulaski doing it every Tuesday. I can handle it with you on Fridays, but I also will just say from a wrestling perspective that I don't like the idea of a mid-card title being a title from someone who appears infrequently on the show. I like my mid-card titles being workhorse titles. So just from an anybody who's not going to be around perspective, I don't like that. Um, But we will get into all of that in a little bit. There's just one complaint I have on the street profit side. And I wish I could say it's minor, but it's actually a huge and glaring complaint. And it's why has Bobby Lashley not sent me a suit? Pop. Orion Pop Ben chiming in saying Lashley avoiding give Kate a suit by street profits and gear. This is exactly what it is. Okay. He's, he is. This show is sponsored by better help. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. So intimidating and imposing and such a big presence on the show, but he is actually kind of a coward because if he wasn't, he would have just sent me a suit by now. Like, there's no reason at this point. I'm going to have to agree with that. Yeah, I think there's, it's one of those things where it's like, it's technically my opinion, but I think it's a pretty agreed upon opinion that Bobby Lashley at this point, it's been months that I've been out here asking for one measly little suit. And he comes out here always looking so fresh to death. And I just want one, one. And I will get it tailored and I will look good. I will thank him on social media for it. I'm just asking for one little suit. I, I do want to say this. There's no one else asking for suits. Thank you. Online, because Thank I've you. checked. So it's not like those tweets, posts, whatever you want to call them, are not making it to him. Yeah. He's just choosing. He's proactively not, to... not sending me a suit. Yes, correct. You see Luke at Wrestle Talk out here asking for a suit? No, he's not going to make no. you pay the UK shipping charges. No. Dominic D'Angelo is not out here asking for a suit. Cassidy Haynes isn't out here. He's like, body it's, slam? I don't need a suit to get body slam. No. It's downright disrespectful one. at this Thank point. I don't you, know how, if I can take this. I'm here with you. And I will boycott. Uh, Bobby Lashley, after all those beautiful things I said about that gorgeous uh, man who looks like a Greek god. He does. He Jesus. does. And he's fantastic in the ring. But, like, it is at this enough point. Enough is enough, Kate. En- enough, th- Alex, thank you. Enough is I'm tweeting him enough. right now as we speak. <laughs> thank you. You should. You should. Bad Robot I'm- sending a lovely chat to us saying, hello to the best post show and the best duo. Thank you so much. And extra love to you, Alex. Love the shirt. You're the best. Well, okay. Extra love to Alex. I um, never get love here. like this. So for that $9.99, you get a wow. little bit of this wow. delicious. Look at this. This is my third stream of the day. This. But yeah, extra love to Alex. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Kate. Ending my birthday night with you two. Well, happy birthday. Happy I birthday. I hope yes. you have the best birthday and the best year ahead. So I love much. that great wrestling happy year around the earth sun moon and stars that yeah wait the earth goes around the sun that's right gosh science class (laughs) oh science damn it brutal brutal um did i already read this i can't remember hello you amazing peeps i hope you all are well i hope you all have a fantastic weekend also max and kenny tomorrow lfg i think i read that from kylie but worth reading again because there's a world yeah. title match on free TV tomorrow. No complaints there. World. Uh, so with the Logan Paul interference, Apex Calib- Calibre. 
Calibre? I can say, I can say words. Says Dominator fears to help Logan against Ray. That's my fear. Um, you could get a nice tag program out of that. I will say that much, but it's also that kind of pulls away from Judgment Day. So I don't know if maybe Santos equalizes Domin at the pay per view. I'm not sure, uh, but I think there there's ways to work with or around that. I just feel like Logan Paul showing up every once in a while with a mid-card title belt isn't the best. I also feel like they don't do a lot of title changes at Saudi Arabia pay-per-view, so we might have that in our favor for the people who aren't necessarily behind that. And I will say, to Logan Paul's credit, he has actually lost a considerable amount of matches. Like, they're high-profile, and he always shows out in them, but he tends to lose a lot, which is good because he's not around. So it's mm-hmm. almost like the notion of putting someone over on your way out. Like, what do you have to gain from winning on the way out? So um, I'm I'm with that, though. Like, I, I do have my concerns about Dominic showing up that way because of the numbers game. But we'll see. That could also just come into play during Survivor Series, right? That doesn't necessarily warrant a title change. But we'll see. Shall we move along? Yeah, let's go. I don't All know right. if you were asking me a question or not, but I was—I thought you were reading at the same time. Ladies and gentlemen, up. I have not been drinking tonight. <laughs> well, we're celebrating Bad Rocket's birthday, so we—we we are, but it's—it's it's a lot of tea, uh, cold brew, delicious <laughs> in my tummy. Good. Enjoy By the way, the I just want to say this real quickly. I went to Target. That's how we, we call it, right? Because oh I'm gosh. fancy, and I bought the peppermint whipped cream. Guys, go get it. That's all I got to say. Saying that to the vegans, just throwing that out there. Oh, I'm so sorry. You know what? They No, you could have it because they have the oat uh the oat version of it. It's for vegans and uh you know, gluten-free and all that good stuff. So, for my vegan friends out there, you okay. could most definitely stuff it in your mouth and just You can be kind to animals and partake. Let's and, go. Yes. I don't know how you milk an oat, but I'm with it. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. That's fair. We got I'm a backstage. Oh, I'm, no complaints about that. I'll take it. Love it. Uh, we get uh, another backstage with Roman in his locker room and Paul Heyman with a customized WWE belt that every NFL team has. If they get it to Taylor Swift, I will be mighty impressed. Okay. I will say that, but. Heyman says he's going to give a Packers one to LA night because it's the closest <laughs> night or the Packers are going to have to being champion. I loved the way the crowd popped for the belt and then booed for Heyman's line. Yeah. It was like, you couldn't, you couldn't have asked for anything more from your heel manager. Paul Heyman doing some excellent work in that Cena segment. I felt like saved it later in the night, but uh, we get Roman telling Heyman to make the Jimmy Uso and LA night match official for later. Jimmy, jokingly throws out a yeet i'm over the yeet stuff but that one popped me because it it felt so much like well jay and and cody are friends and they get to yeet do i get to yeet like that one actually felt pretty all right i didn't mind that uh Heyman goes to find all this that gets made official later in the evening but we have kathy kelly the wonderful delightful kathy kelly catching logan paul who essentially blows her off uh in this but she runs into kevin owens and owens doesn't like uh 
what he runs into with Austin Theory and Grayson Waller mm-hmm. here. He he walks up to them and they're talking about how punchable their faces are. And I just I love, love that. Like that's just it. the most Kevin Owens thing in the world to be like, you have a punchable face. I saw you this do. man do a very long promo about how beating Alistair Black was almost as satisfying as a banana. Kevin Owens can do anything, <laughs> okay? But he promises to end them with one punch, and uh, some people come in to break this up. Theory and Waller conveniently kind of stand aside for Owens to hit them with exactly one punch. A little choreographed as backstage segments usually are, but um, Kevin Owens is going to need a friend hope that friend is same to say. No, you can't jump brands like that. I don't know what you're talking about. We have brand supremacy. I think I think you can because people do it all the time. No, uh, what's his name? God, I forgot his name now. The guy Nick Aldis, Adam Pierce. Yeah, him. Nick Aldis said. (laughs) I I mean, I do sincerely. Having authority figures around to put a stop to that crap is really nice, but I feel like there's got to be a story around this Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens stuff. Don't hate I read, it. I read on Undertaker's Patreon that he's not allowed to go over there. Oh, okay. On Undertaker's Patreon. <laughs> Back when Patreons were men. Uh, we I saw that. that you two wrote that made me laugh so hard. Oh, man. <laughs> I just snorted. That's what we're we're being silly out here today. Uh, Fridays, silly. Fridays rule. He, is that what they do? Yeet. They grunt and yeet. <laughs> that is kind of what they do. Men are weird. We got Kayla backstage interviewing Dragon Lee, and he is happy to be on SmackDown, but quickly interrupted by Cedric Alexander, who says that Cedric or uh. Lee reminds him of himself years ago. He's got this competitive fire in him and he wants a match tonight. Dragon Lee accepts. Um, I am absolutely thrilled that Cedric Alexander is back on television. He is way too skilled of a wrestler not to be on TV. Everything he was doing in the Hurt Business was great. It was a perfect fit. I'll never understand why they stopped it. Uh, But I was so happy when he showed up on my television today. Maybe I'm glad they let him let him go. Me too. You know? It's a little weird that they let Shelton go and and not him. Like I feel like they worked so well as a tag team. I think it's also the age thing. I'm sure uh, they they I'm can sure. get a lot more out of Cedric. Cedric looks like you know um, Cedric's amazing. Reju- he looks rejuvenated as well um, as of late. So I, I, I like seeing him on television. Hell yes to that. But we move along to our ladies' tag team match, uh, which is Shotzi versus... I'm sorry, it's not a tag match. It's not a tag team match, match. yeah. Uh, But Chelsea is there with Piper Niven, which begs the question, and this is a double taping, so maybe this got done later, but my God, where are the spooky Scottish witches? I'm so mad. It is so upsetting. But we got Will saying, to be fair, if it was Vince, the spooky women would just be on in October. Yeah, that's kind of what AEW does with Abaddon, and that's not my favorite, but yeah. I don't think we see them all year. But I, this is their wheelhouse, though. They're spooky Scottish witches, and Piper Niven, also Scottish, on the other side of this. I mean, there are some connections to be made here. I'm glad that we get the women's tag champs on all three shows. That I could not agree more with. I feel like these... That's the way it should have been done from the get-go. Uh, 100%. Uh, but 
I also don't love tag champs losing kind of for no reason. There's a part of me that says this is a double taping. This is an easy way to get Tasha a win. Sure. A short match, but we've got uh, Chelsea Green headbutting Miss Shotzi and then hitting a really nice looking avalanche gourd buster with a top rope drop kick. She's very uh, self-satisfied here and goes for a lazy cover, but Shotzi counters it with the crucifix for the win. There was some jaw jockeying a little bit too about how uh, Chelsea was going to bring real costumes around what is Shotzi doing as Pinhead. If you didn't catch Halloween Havoc on NXT, Shotzi's costumes were unreal. They looked so, 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 so good. She clearly loves this like in a very, very sincere way. She took a lot of pride in the craftsmanship that went into her spooky outfits on Halloween Havoc. So really, really liked uh Chelsea kind of digging into those, but this was kind of just a there match. Nice to see Chelsea in action. Nice that we're going to be getting title defenses a little bit more. Yeah. Not necessarily the most productive use, but I like Shotzi getting thrown into the mix here and getting a win again, starting to see more women that we haven't seen in a while in the ring under the triple H regime. Good stuff. Your thoughts. Are we going to get, Hopefully the my spooky witch is on on Monday night. It is a Halloween themed episode. I would like to see them on there. Um, I don't know what they'll do, but I don't care. I just want them on my television. Yeah, for multiple reasons. Um, mainly wrestling. Uh, I thought it was good. I I enjoy. I see Shotzi being used um, more consistently now in a good way. You know, she doesn't feel like she's lost in the shuffle. Um, like you mentioned, there's there's the whole getting tag teams to do singles matches and then the tag team, you know, uh, champions losing. Um, it's kind of weird. And we've this is something that's been happening for in wrestling forever. So it's not the first time, but it is kind of weird. Like you would want your tag team champs to even when they're wrestling on their own for them to feel strong and credible, yes. you know, um, she could have very well lost on the taping. You know what I'm saying? Um, you could have put a tag team match together with Shotzi and someone else. Not a big deal. Um, but yeah, uh, other than that, I wish they got more time. Yes. I wish there was more stories to be told, especially with the tag team uh, division and the women. There's like really they're just kind of floating around fighting tag teams to fight as opposed to building long, you know, thought out storylines for them. So, I mean, hey, let's just end the year. Right, we got sixty days left in the year. Let's just end the damn year and see where we go next year with these uh with these women. I want more women on my shows with not just not just as eye candy out there fighting and talking and ah I'm gonna get the belt and I'm gonna get this. No, I want to see fighting, incredible storylines being put together. The stories are something that definitely needs to pick up. Sure. I think they are. Um... But you're right in that, like, we haven't seen Rhea defend very much. We haven't seen these tag titles mm-hmm. defended very much. EO has felt like an accessory at her own point. Yes. The most productive thing has been Becky Lynch, who just dropped. But, man, in the short time she had that belt, did some great work. Sure. So, hopefully that's getting switched up. We're already seeing great stuff being cooked up for Rhea, right, in Saudi Arabia. We got that great triple threat and EO's title defense uh, last Friday on the main event. So, some good stuff there. I just hope it continues forward. And to your point, with the tag titles, we never seem to get it. But uh, can I add one more point? Of course. It, it's um, I, it's a double-edged sword. This whole Saudi deal, 
as someone who's who was there 20 plus years ago and has seen that place kind of evolve i mean it was just a desert 20 years ago literally with one building in it um it's great to see our women being featured on shows like this and you know from just having that one time that they showed up there to having multiple matches now is really cool um i i just wanted to add that because i think it's it's I it know is a the inner, sword. You're right. I know like, the I know the inner workings of what's happening there, and I know this is for a lot of. This might sound stupid for some people, but it's not. It's sometimes it's just a political ad to see these, you know, yes, larger than life women on a wrestling ring on there. And for us, I'm proud for them. That's all it is. So I hope that it just continues and and the progression is still there because these ladies are killing it, and I'm so happy to see them on that show. I agree. It's. It's hard because it feels like, I don't want to be like the, as a woman girl, but as a woman, like, no, you're you doing, do you're, I think at, you're a woman, Kate. I am. <laughs> but like, I hate to, I never want to quantify or dismiss anybody else's opinions, but like it does, it, when you said double-edged sword, that's exactly how I feel because it's like, well, you have to have progress start somewhere. But you sure. also know what WWE is being paid for this and what the circumstances are in real the life. The tourism today. board. So, but yeah, plain exactly. and simple. We know this is a tourism Saudi board. vision, though. right? But so. it's, it's great to see like the kids. The kids are having fun. The kids have no idea what's happening in the back end. If yeah. you stare at the front row yeah. of, of this place and you see security and stuff like that, like I, this is just me because I have Are that, you saying uh, wrestling isn't for cranky adults on the internet and is actually for the children? <laughs> I love the children having fun. That's all I care about. It's and the, the little best. girls just Oh my god. You know, when you see like a little girl the women, yeah. Like mimicking Bianca Belair's entrance. Oh, the best. One hundred. The best. So that yeah. was our tag team match for the day. But you know who's a great tag team, Alex? Oh, please do tell. Us and NordVPN. Oh, We're like the that like Fightful and NordVPN. It's like the best tag team ever. Because NordVPN is the best at what they do and Fightful, I'm gonna say it, is the best at what we do. And when you put us together, we're the mega powers of VPNs and wrestling media. I know that doesn't sound as sexy as it should, but whatever, okay? There's some really great stuff happening. You get massive discounts to NordVPN with the code Fightful. They have invested in us. We are so thankful for their investment in us and so appreciative of their incredible service. There is a lot to be gained from NordVPN, and Sean Rostap is going to tell you all about it. You've heard me talk about a lot of things that NordVPN.com slash Fightful has, and I'm about to tell you almost everything it has. Listen to your favorites abroad. If you're traveling and you want to watch, listen to your favorite shows, they got you covered. Fastest VPN in the world. You can shield your data from snoops and criminals. So that way your IP address is changed. You can safely listen to podcasts, stream shows, simply browse, and complete privacy. You can protect yourself on that public Wi-Fi no matter where it is. You can secure every device you own on every operating system you own. They also have the ability to get a NordPass password manager. Maybe it's a little more difficult for you to, to remember those passwords. They got you covered. They also got the file encryption tool. That way there's an extra layer of security between you 
and your content. Threat protection, you're safe from disruptions with their kill switch, 24-7 tech support, fastest VPN on the planet, reliable encryption, a 30-day money-back guarantee. You will end up saving money when you subscribe to NordVPN.com slash Fightful. I do got to say this. Um, it's great having a really fast, reliable VPN service that you can just install into your modem at home, into your, uh, you know, Wi-Fi modem. Because then everything is covered without you having to install it in different things in the house. And you can pretty much watch and do anything. I'll leave it at that, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. Including pay-per-views. But NordVPN <laughs> is the best there is. All right. Including VPPs. That's right. That's right. PPVs, but rearrange the letters a little bit. And you are right there. But Nord, <laughs> Nord, NordVPN rules. And we rule. So a match made in heaven. We get this really fun LA Knight promo backstage, which not a tongue gets said, but the delivery of what he says is just amazing. Apex Calibre saying, Knight's promo backstage was classic Stone Cold, in my opinion. Really, really fun stuff. Did you have any thoughts on this? He's basically just hyping up what happens later, essentially. No, yeah, it was good. It was a good uh, midway point to, you know, what you want to remind the crowd of what's what happened earlier and, and where it's going. So it was thoughtful I, I think the production value of wwe always has something uh always does something cool like this where they kind of throw something in the middle to remind you um hey this is coming later don't forget i'm still pissed off yeah he's great and uh just but it's incredible how sustained the momentum for him has been from the crowd like even something like this quick backstage the crowd is electric for so you love to see it there yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's so good too. Like everyone's on top of it. Everyone's like his mannerisms, his backstage. You could hear him through the freaking building. Yeah. Following really along. So yeah. Good, good stuff. We're gonna give you our rampage rundown in a second, but first we are going to talk through this John Cena and Heyman promo. And I gotta say, I think Cena's one of the best promos in the world. I did not think this was the best promo in the world. I think Paul Heyman's half was fantastic. But John Cena's felt a little bit uh, redundant and lost in this. He hypes up the crowd initially here. It was. Yeah, it was It was a little bit... He's very, very dramatic in this, this go-around. Like, very over the top. And here it just got a little bit lost, but... He essentially, you know, says that he's been so thankful for the crowd's support for the past two decades. But this in the in 20 years, this is the first time this he's the scared serious. of losing his support. Uh, and the crowd gives him a you still got it. And he gives them a but what it's, if I don't? It's so it's so over the top cheesy Cena slash I'm an actor so I can pull this off. I lost him like a minute and a half in. Um, I apologize to anyone's hearts that I broke by saying this, but it's just, it wasn't for me. It was, I even wrote it on, on the Twitter. I was like, I, I've lost. <laughs> what is happening right now? Like he, what was frustrating about it was I liked the content of it. And normally I like John Cena's delivery, but this was like a mismatch today because he, 
I liked him saying like he has not had a big win in literally years. It's redundant of what he said last week, but it's still true. Like he has not had a marquee win in a long time because he's never been in a position where he should be having him. But I like when people call out the fact that they haven't won. It makes wins feel important. But his delivery tonight, like a little heavy handed big match, John, like a little much, but Man, oh man, did I love the Paul Heyman half of this. He comes in and says that he picked Cena. He reminds us of that, that 21 years ago, Vince McMahon said, who you got? And he said, I've got John Cena. He calls him the GOAT. He says he tried to raise his kid to be more like John Cena (laughs) than himself. That is how you do extremely dramatic without it seeming so cheesy. That was like the perfect, perfect line. I like I raised my kid to be more like you than me because you're a superhero. Oh it's gosh. just like really I thought super well done on Heyman's part. Um and he says that Cena could have stayed this was so good to me. Cena could have stayed at the top for a long time, but then he went and pissed the bloodline off. Was such great work to me. It brought like the real life and the storyline. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Fine aspect together so, so perfectly. He says he's the goat at communicating with the crowd, but not until, like, that only gets you so far here, right? And I love him saying, Roman might bust your ribs but Cena's had ribs busted before. And the way he delivered saying, if Solo hits a Samoan spike, John Cena can't talk anymore. The GOAT communicator to the crowd won't be able to talk anymore because of the Samoan spike that Solo Sokoa is going to give to him. The Cena aspect of this did not feel good to me. The Heyman aspect of this felt dead on to me. This had me... Wanting to see more. I loved, loved, loved what we got from Heyman. Cena, just take it down a notch, man. Your substance was good. His delivery was out of control tonight. We're not going for an Oscar (laughs) here. We're just, it's a wrestling program. Please, sir. We're not, the crowd was not going to tear up and start like this. And then just, all right, I'm sorry. For anyone who was in the crowd, you are not what I'm about to say. But it was just, the crowd just, to me, was just so dumbed down. By the whole, like, no, we must rally around him. See, no, see, no. You got the one guy in the crowd going, you still got it. You know, like, I'm like, please, please. And, but like, I even like him being like, but what if I don't? But he didn't say, but what if I don't? He said, but what if I don't? You know what I mean? Like, I know, yeah. so much of this was this. this and he does the frown so, like, well, because it's, you know, what if I don't? Here's what if the I thing. Don't have it? When he he assigns the same weight to things comedically as he does dramatically, and it works comedically and it doesn't dramatically. Yes. Like in his delivery. But I thought the Heyman stuff was really good. 
But we shall move along. Let's dive into our Rampage rundown because I was excited about this. Um, we get Santana and Ortiz. Santana getting the W here in a feud that was built, I felt like, very, very well in a match that sure. paid off. I hope they continue to build this out, though, and maybe run it back. We get an MJF and Omega hype video with Jay White confronting Omega and wishing him luck, which I thought was fun because Jay White and Omega obviously have some history. And Don Callis offering MJF his services, to which he responds with something kind of crude that I will not read on there. We get <laughs> Renee with an interview with Stat Sky and Willow. Willow saying she's fine, and Sky telling them to focus on themselves. Kip Sabian, who looked great with a promo, interrupted by a returning Mark Briscoe, which made me so happy, especially as a Ring of Honor fan. Um, Anna Jay and the former Jazz crew in an interview that gets interrupted by Don Callis. And Callis asking who was interested in taking out Omega and Y2J 2.0, accepting the offer, and Garcia getting angry about that. So more dissension there. Some Soho and Parker flirting a little bit. Louis said mm. that segment came across weird, but they're, I think, real lives used together, so... Oh yeah, they mm. looked they looked pretty cute on the Jericho cruise. It's all Abaddon beating Anna J, Sky Blue, and Willow, and we'll face Sheeta fight night fight or fright Holy night fight Sheeta. tomorrow. So you're gonna get Sheeta versus Abaddon world title defenses on Collision for both, which is great. The acclaimed and Father S celebrating day 69 of their title <laughs> reign on next week's collision a segment made for me thank you very much uh, oh, tony khan man. hosting a brief press conference where orange Cassidy said or he was in a suit just to show that he looked better <laughs> than claudio <laughs> and to catch the defeating kyle fletcher and what was a fantastic match live so go and check all of that deliciousness out when you can uh, Will Chisholm saying that Cena's promo did feel like this is his last match book, so it would be nice for him to put Solo over. Uh, it would be nice. That doesn't serve the Cena legacy story, but if this is a like, man, I don't think I have a thing anymore, they could still do that. I don't know if he's going to stick around, but we will see if he shows up back up for WrestleMania. So match of the night in my book, Cedric Alexander and Dragon Lee in a Thumper of a match. Absolutely loved this. Lee winning with uh, a running Shira New Eye. If I'm saying that right, I'm sorry. I like more recently, it's just, it's a modified aerial springboard thing that's really cool. I mm -hmm. kind of first recognized this because I went down a, a Marafuji rabbit hole and he is, I think, credited with this innovation of it. Um, so, I just geeked out because I was like, oh, I know that move. And I like recognize pieces of where the innovation came from. So nerdy Kate geeking out to Japanese wrestling, sneaking its way on here. But Cedric really nicely earlier in this match to countering a knee with an awesome Michinoku driver. Really fun to see the switch up in styles um, between these two. But really, really, there were parts of this fe that felt clunky, but the parts of it that flowed. Yeah, had Cedric with that arm ringer. You had Lee escaping that running Huracan Rana. And Cedric flipping free. 
Lee returning the favor with the head scissors early in this. Mm-hmm. I really, really liked this match. I thought it was fun. I can forgive the clunky parts when the good stuff mm-hmm. is so great. Match of the night for me. Love seeing this. What are your thoughts? Yeah, same thing. You I mean, you know, you said it. I, I don't want to repeat it. There was some clunky. Like, you can tell there was a little bit of miscommunication here and there. But, oh, I don't give a crap. I'm not a wrestler. I'm not in the ring. I'm not going to judge <laughs> that. Yeah, we saw it. We all saw it. But we can't freaking go in there and be like, do half of the stuff that they do. If I were to try at least one move that either Cedric or Dragon Lee could do, I'd be in the VA hospital for a very long time. <laughs> so with that being said, amazing match. I love these two. More Cedric on my television, please, regardless of if he's uh, winning or losing. Um, it's just great to see him on there. Uh, yeah. g- make good use of him and see where you know where you can go with him. Dragon Lee's entrance is pretty dope. Love the dragon, the way it comes into the screen and it just stops and he comes out of the mouth. Uh, it's pretty cool. Um, great presentation. I do feel a little bit, just a little bit, like he's like Dragon Lee is boxed in. And sure. this is and this is where he's gonna be. And um, like Cedric, that's where he's gonna be for a while. And we've seen this a lot. We've seen this with uh, Tozawa. Tozawa. Why am I saying this wrong? Tozawa. Why am I saying it wrong? But even Um, Akira Tozawa is getting something reinfused on Monday night. He is. He is. 100%. But But they're boxed in. People's time, yeah. Yes, they're boxed in, which sucks because someone like a Dragon Lee would be so cool um, moving up the chain. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think it might just be a matter of time, though, because they brought him in with some cool vignettes. He's getting a lot of reps, so... I think it might just be we're in this weird time right now. And I think maybe they don't want to do the, hey, everybody Hispanic is an LWO thing. Like, I think they're maybe trying oh, to yeah, identify yeah, right. yeah. things um, with some individualism with this. So I think you might see him in that mid-card picture, maybe getting some more mid-card title shots. Uh, sure. Probably closer to the start of the year. So I'm, I'm encouraged by the way that he's been on screen consistently and the vignettes Me and everything. Too. yeah. Uh, but yeah. I understand what you're saying. It's kind yeah, of like, I, I hope I hope he's not like U.S. title. I think to me is the lowest out of all the out of you know comes in as the lowest, and then like intercontinental. Especially with Gunther like, being on the yeah, IC run, he's on. Yeah, like, that intercontinental default, title yeah. has been fully elevated, my friends, to being right below, um, not even the, the Universal Championship, the World Championship, because Universal Championship has been gone off TV for so long. I forgot it existed. Yeah, well, it's Roman Reigns doesn't need it, so it's no, no, he doesn't. And as a heel, um, he should always be chasing it and getting into fights with with you know baby faces on like how he can beat them, but never gets there because now he's just a scumbag. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, our own wonderful Luis saying Destino in the incinerator tonight instead of a roll-up from Dragon Lee. Are we closer to ROH Dragon Lee? I Ooh. hope so. He's fantastic. I think part of maybe why there was some stilted stuff with Cedric was I think a lot of these guys, I mean, Cedric hasn't been on TV in forever. Yeah. And I think when you're in the ring with Cedric Alexander, Dragon Lee was probably like, oh, I can bust some serious stuff out. So um, I'm encouraged to see some more of that move set the trust factor you want guys that are going to be able to move fast with you and trust you inside the ring agreed 
Um, we move on to this Bianca Belair promo, which I thought was good. I think we get her and Bailey on the next taping of this. But this was just kind of a welcome back from a Misfit Wrestling pointing out that Bianca and Damage Control have been going since July of 2022. Jesus. And you're right. Now, she was obviously out for a few months and she also switched brands. But we have seen Bianca and Bailey. And the only thing that happens in these is Bailey looks like a chump. Now, what we have not seen is Bianca and EO one on one, really. So. I don't hate that idea, but it is kind of like we're seeing so much positive momentum and so many refreshed stories that like bringing Bianca back into this is tough. I'm thinking that Charlotte probably costs Bianca, so we probably get away from that sooner than later. Uh, yeah. But it is kind of like, can we move on from this a little bit? But a good enough return promo from Bianca. She's such a star. It's so great to have her back on television. And I really liked um I like it when wrestlers leave and come back and they don't forget what put them out, right? And even though this story was long in the tooth, it's like, well, you should come back and have a problem with the people that put you out. Like, that Always. part makes sense. Sure. Um, she looks great here. She sounded great here. Wrestling is better with Bianca Belair on television. Very excited to have a superstar back in play. I'm guessing we're getting Bianca and Charlotte at Mania, probably for a title. Uh, but either way, I'm just excited to see that feud when the time is right. I want to see EO hold that title a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. But um, what were your thoughts on Bianca's return tonight? Same. I, I like Bianca. You know, she's um, someone that the crowd could really get behind all the time. She's gotten so much better on the mic. Uh, even today, like just what she said was enough. She didn't have to elongate it. Um, I think a lot of the time when Bianca was doing her run last year and the year before, she was just trying to say a lot and do a, do too much. Um, she went away, comes back, and people would just go crazy over her. And I think that she should be more of a, like a, you know, hey, I'm going to get this back. I'm going to tell you what it is. But end it there. And that story should be told in the ring with her athleticism, who she is, and how she can beat everyone down. You know what I'm saying? Because she is, like, super athletic. I love her. She's like a J type of, like, athletic looking mm -hmm. um you know uh female wrestler and she can put it down man so if if she goes up against charlotte my question to you is does it feel old no because the story with charlotte and bianca is i haven't beat one of the four horse women she's the only the, one of the four horse the, women bianca hasn't beat so if you tell the right story i think it's yeah. good is the four horse women a thing a real thing is it something that wwe has acknowledged it's in the in, in the encyclopedia of wwe and it's something that they have with bianca on. before like she okay. she has mentioned that before i know with uh mercedes not being there it feels a little bit different obviously well but... people move on but uh, you know how wwe is they write and control their they own history can convenient history with that yeah. right right with everything yeah yeah so yeah. that's why i'm trying to figure out if this is something that do you can you get behind that storyline oh you're the last one of the four horsewomen like can they get can they truly tell this story and, i trust triple h do i trust oh, he's triple a historian H2. so he doesn't yeah. yeah well and because because charlotte's role has been kind of the gatekeeper to the title and like yeah the best always of, of them like her being the mountain to climb makes the most sense like okay so i'm i'm with that 
I'm intrigued to see where they go with it. Um, I rather I, I asked you because you are a woman. You are a female, from what yeah. we've gathered earlier today. A woman. So I just wanted to know, as in on your hat, I can't speak for how everyone should feel about this, but as in the women's side of wrestling, I thought maybe it felt a little bit like, okay, here we go again, type of deal. But if uh, you're telling me it's cool, yeah. then I'm I'm cool with it too. I mean, on my end as a guy, I'm like, oh God, can we like move Bianca up and over to someone else? Like, who can we make or who can she beat up? There's so many other great people that you know you can pair up because the women's the women. There's a lot of women now in in WWE that are excellent. Yeah, so and I we... think you're you're right in that there might be a more productive use for Bianca to make stars now that she's a made star. One hundred. So I'm I'm yeah. totally with you on that. But I think there's there's enough of a satisfying story there. And I think your other women's program is going to be Becky and Rhea. And yeah. so that, that satisfies to me. Cause you have kind of like the, the older generation with the current generation and there's a younger generation coming along. So, so, we'll so is the EO going to just be thrown into the mix as a third I, party I, on here? I think EO might end up moving to the tag bit. picture. Yeah. If Kyrie comes back. Golly, we will see or you know the rest of damage control word will asking me uh what was my reaction when rick flair popped up at AEW? i hated it i hate when wwe had hogan on tv and i hate this uh, i don't care this is my childhood right is right and wrong is wrong i could not agree with you more so there's a couple factors in play here um I talked about this on my individual stream with great tenacity. So I will give you the toned down version here. I, I hated it. I hated it so much. I don't, there's a, a part of it that is also, I don't have a nostalgic attachment to Ric Flair cause I wasn't watching in the eighties. So I don't really give a crap, but there's the much bigger issue, which is that there are things that are more important than wrestling and sexual predators are among those things. Uh, we know what Ric Flair's history is. We know what he's done. I understand that it is a good business decision. I understand that it is something that Sting really seemed to be emotionally moved by. I, watching, don't give a crap. If you are a racist, if you are a sexual predator, get off my television. And I got so annoyed by the, well, when Stone Cold, what? Stop. I don't like it when anybody with a history of being a sexual predator shows up on my television. I don't. Or abuse. Or whatever. I think it is wildly hypocritical of Tony Khan to, two weeks ago, be calling out Vince McMahon for his sexual misconduct allegations, and then this week, put Ric Flair on your television, and it sounds like he's going to be around till April. I think it is also hypocritical for you to go and say, Hulk Hogan's not allowed in my crowd because of his racist behavior, but then to put a sexual predator on your television. I also didn't like it when Mike Tyson, a convicted rapist, showed up on AEW television. There are some things that wrestling is not bigger than, and this is one of them. Stop. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous when any promotion does it. Enough. And it's not like Ric Flair has any value outside of his name. Okay? He can't walk, talk, or wrestle anymore. My friends at Wizards Podcast say he looks like a melted candle at this point. Like, enough. He kind of does. I have no interest in seeing Ric Flair on my television in 2023. And it's annoying enough that I have, like, Jeff Jarrett taking up as much room as they... I just, I just want to see Ethan Page and Stu Grayson on my television. I don't have an attachment to this entire generation outside of the sexual misconduct allegations. So it absolutely 
sucked the air out of the room for me. It completely dampened my experience of watching Dynamite. I don't care about Ric Flair at all. And I do very much care about his behavior. So um, was not happy about it. Still am not happy about it. Ranted about it in a very, very long, real way on my personal YouTube channel. I'll cut it off here for that. But man, nope. Swing and a miss for me. Made me really upset. And it ruined the second half of Dynamite for me. Uh, I came back alive with Okada and Danielson because, oh, look, two absolute legends who respect women going at it in the ring who can still actually wrestle. A human being that's a sexual predator as a gift to Sting. Get that the hell out of here. Not about it. Not about it in the slightest. Our main event. We get LA Knight and Jimmy Uso. I can't. I I don't have any empathy or forgiveness around that shit. I'm sorry. No, um, you just, just, <laughs> there's no way about it. We get Jimmy Uso and LA Knight in a fun main event here. Jimmy shoving LA Knight with a splash for a near fall and then going back for another one, but LA Knight catching him, climbing up there. Jimmy shoving LA Knight back down and runs over to jump up and hit a superplex, but we get the blood force trauma connecting and we go home on that. LA Knight standing tall. Kind of tells you the math of the fact that he probably is going to lose at the pay-per-view, but I love how strong LA Knight came out of this entire episode. I thought he was great promo-wise. I thought the match did a lot to help. I thought Jimmy Uso benefits from a character standpoint from the loss of he's clearly trying to work his way back into the bloodline. Roman's not going to be happy about this. Good stuff there. Like, this all makes sense. Um, I like it, and I've been talking about this a lot, like, Losses that are productive for people are not losses at all. And I think right. this is a productive loss for Jimmy Uso. What were your thoughts on the main event tonight? He's he's just going to take the fall. He's going to take the fall. He's the guy. He's the fall guy. They're not going to let you know, anyone else do it. Um, he's the guy that weaseled you know, his way out of certain things in the bloodline. He's, you know, weaseled his way back into the bloodline. You know, he's... Um, trying to his character though is really funny though it's just like doesn't really give a shit and just kind of like the way he just threw himself on the sofa early in the earlier promo was like oh was, man. <laughs> you yeah know, i think he medical, he's you know? feasting out like he's yes. already back in the bloodline in his head yeah, yes in good. his head everything's good to go and everyone around him is like bruh like what are you doing and which is funny it's a great dynamic um between the two um and he he doesn't he personally him as a character losing the match doesn't lose anything to yeah. be completely honest when i look at it he was a fall guy that went out there to represent the bloodline and once again made an ass out of himself yeah you know so it serves a purpose for the storyline within the bloodline it doesn't hurt him in any way shape or form it continues to move things along and again, you you gotta keep LA Knight strong. Yeah. Um, so you put him up against a member like like you know, um, what do you call it? Jimmy, who is excellent in the ring. Um, I think it was Cole that said it. It could have been Cole. Um, when he uh splashes, he says, You know how many people he's put out with that splash and LA Knight? That's great commentary. Yeah, he puts everyone out with that splash. 
But tonight, LA Knight just had a little bit of gusto to push himself off of him, you know. So it was great storytelling. So I didn't feel like Jimmy was was you know shit on basically. Agreed, agreed. And I think if you're trying to earn your way back into the bloodline and you lose. You've got a development coming out of that for you, right? Yeah. So we'll try to be back in saying, I think a lot of people's promos are better when they don't have a 78-year-old <laughs> man with bad facial hair isn't telling them what to say. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. I think um, your promos also only get you so far without booking to back it up, and we've seen a lot better booking backing things up. So Word. Uh, ag- agree with, with that. I think Vince McMahon lost touch of what was cool with wrestling about 20 years ago and uh i think we're seeing a refreshed reinvigorated product under triple h not only from the creative aspect but from pacing and things making sense and having authority figures like we are seeing some things get elevated and i like it It makes our friday nights a little bit more fun to be honest you got a 70 something year old man uh he there's no way he has his finger on any pulse now Triple H was 50, 50 something, might be out of touch with with people in their 20s, right? Or whatever. I mean, so am I, so. Right. Yes, definitely me. But he can still he's I'm already over Yeet. You know what I mean? Like I'm out. Yeah. I had no idea what Yeet was. I I mean (laughs) I thought Yeet was skeet. You know, I don't know if you guys remember skeet skeet. That that was yeah, okay. So I think having Triple H, who's in his 50s, oh, to the wow. <laughs> I will say the red S because I don't want to get thrown out. Um, Thank you. Yeah, of course. I'm not Ric Flair. Um, so Triple H surrounds himself with people and wrestlers who are still kind of in that generation where they're kind of still, you know, finding out what's hot, what isn't, you know. Unfortunately, oh, what are the kids like? you know, Logan Paul and a sugar drink that will have you pissing green, you know, so let's put him in here. Oh, Hispanic people, bad bunny. Love him. Why not? You know what I'm saying? Incredible superstar. Put him in there. So he feels fresh. And even though he's in his fifties, fifties is not old. He's, he still understands the game because let me tell you something. It's all about the game. Yes. And how you play it. When Vince was in his 50s, for all the bad things Vince did, he had wrestling in a hot streak for a while, 20 years ago. Okay, he really did. What he was doing in the ring with the Attitude Era and him being Mr. McMahon um, and, and putting things out. Unfortunately, we know the rest. A lot of things have came out of what has happened. But um, I don't think you'll see that from Triple H. Um, him, I think if he fi- if he feels he looks like the type of guy that if he feels he's losing touch, he'll pass it to whomever. I don't. It's even know. just knowing that you know that you're not the one that has your finger on the pulse. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's yeah. I think there's an. And I'll be I'll be point. honest. I'm putting it out there for you guys. You guys can clip this and save it. I, I'll I'll be dead in about couple, 20, 30 years. When he is done, Triple H. This is it. I think WWE is going to change forever after this because he's the last true essence of the things that were really, really cool in the 90s and early 2000s because for some reason that phase of wrestling was the like insane. 
So I think that whomever, right? Yeah. Whomever comes next, right? Whomever comes next and takes over is probably going to be a corporate guy, to be completely honest, because now it's owned by a corporation and so on and so on. So, um, yeah. And it's also cool, like you just mentioned, that we have AEW because you need that. Because look what AEW has pushed WWE to be what it is now. And vice versa. And vice versa. 100%. Yeah. Will chiming back in saying that all I'm going to say is my wife just walked out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was how I felt being there. Uh, you may not know it, but you are a real big voice in wrestling. And I thank you for that. Well, thank you. That means Aww. so much to me. Um, I think he was talking to me, but yeah, her too. <laughs> <laughs> well, that ends our show. Uh, she's been here talking crap about being on for three hours. I got a little bit of love today. She's like, what the <laughs> I've been on for three hours, you son Enough of out of you, Cardoza. Winning <laughs> them over. How dare you? How dare you? I'm here. I'm just here as her side piece, fellas. That's all it is. Oh, you stop. No, Take me on a date. Appreciate uh, the kind words. Sincerely, that means a lot. Because it's not fun. It's not fun to have to be a voice that checks behavior like that. Like, that's not something I like to do. I don't like to... Uh, criticize heavily women's wrestling but yeah, i would like I to think if men's wrestling was treated like women's wrestling i'd be doing the same thing right so um that means a lot that means a lot can we so, get an all-female pay-per-view again i was yes. ecstatic um Hold i might on, have, man. i might had shed a tear when they did that group photo um yeah. at the end of the show on on the on the titantron there and it was just amazing to see these women put a show together that was just incredible why can we do that how <laughs> oh we can we can there's a bunch of billionaires running around that are choosing not to so i hear you but overall some there's some good momentum in women's wrestling overall so i'm not gonna not gonna complain when things are headed in the right direction but darn it there's a lot to complain about but there's a lot to love here in pro wrestling right now there's so much cool stuff man like ridiculous we've got a, a world title match on Collision tomorrow for free. You've got New Japan Fighting Spirit Unleashed. You got Survivor Series and the Saudi Arabia pay per view around the corner. So much good stuff in pro wrestling. But guys, that does conclude our SmackDown show for tonight. Keep an eye out for the Collision post show for tomorrow. There's two world title matches. You got Sheeta and MJF defending. I'm going to be doing a personal watch along for New Japan Fighting Spirit Unleashed. I had Bad Dude Tito on this week on my YouTube channel telling me nice. who on the New Japan Fighting Spirit Unleashed card is the badder dude. That was so much fun. Find out what Bad Dude Tito has to say. The certified bad dude in badology telling me at Miss Kate Fame on my YouTube channel. Um, yeah. But stay tuned for the Collision Post Show tomorrow. You got Grapsity around the corner. So much good stuff this weekend. You can find me at Miss Kate Fabe on YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. Kate's Instagrams on Instagram with my schedule. But Cardoza, where can the good people find you? Follow me on Threads at Alexis Cardoza. You can follow me on X for until he implodes. Underscore Alexis <laughs> Cardoza. Um, really quickly, I want to let you guys know that uh, we wrapped the very first episode of Christmas Films Unwrapped. Me and Alex Polowski. Uh, talked uh, a Christmas story um, and you know the whole 
whatever i mean i'm probably gonna do 10 episodes are going to be more of a feel-good experience watching those films as opposed to like breaking it down scene by scene and frame by frame i want to just have fun and i want people to feel that nostalgic feel that we all felt that first time so um love you all thank you again for uh joining us on another amazing friday and support women support women vote these people out of office vote (laughs) All these people at office that don't and what that want to tell women what to do with their bodies. Damn it! I don't want to get political, but just you got a kid over here. I'm not going to be the one to complain about that. Will chimed back in, by the way, saying that the talent likes Triple H. Vince wanted talent to be scared of him. I think that's probably an accurate assessment. We're certainly not back there, but it it does feel like that is kind of the I'm scared of Kate. Yeah. Every, everyone should be scared of me but uh alex Pulowski, see this is how good your christmas show is alex was happy for like the entire time his man's handle is alex sour graps okay so that is how good can i be honest if i have is. his blessing and i had which i did um and his and and the good words that he said even to you like i know this show is going to be really do really well with the type of people that follow me in the audience because it's about feeling good. And I think we both felt uh, happy doing this and I'm going to have them back. We're going to do more than one people. So I don't know, maybe we do it all year round. Who knows? Christmas. I remember like a couple of weeks ago when you were saying like, yeah, you were going to get Alex. I'm going to be on it. Spoiler alert. But I was like, oh, this is so up Alex Pulowski's alley. Like he's the guy to have on there because he is also a, holiday mark so we love that but guys have a safe and wonderful wrestling weekend subscribe to fightfulselect.com for all (laughs) of the scoops that are coming out of there you're also going to have um alex palowski speaking of him being in the chat he's doing collision watch alongs whenever he can so or i'm sorry collision post shows uh whatever he can so stay tuned to fightful select for more great stuff but have a safe and wonderful wrestling weekend guys we're out of here Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.